Welcome everyone, we are about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, Shalom Bayis, Shir number 62. Email address, shalombayis777 at gmail.com. The Pesach says, Kol almona loisa anun. You're not allowed to afflict a widow or an orphan. Rabbi Shmuel in the Gemara says that the word loisa anun, that you're not allowed to cause pain, it does not just mean to an Amona or a Yasim, but to everyone. And the Zais Ranon explains that you can learn that out because it should have said in the Pasuk, should have said not to afflict previously. Don't afflict a widow and an orphan. The fact that the Torah reverses the order and puts the Loisanon at the end of the Pasuk Implies that it's a reboy and it's marba, not just the yasim and almona that says at the beginning of the pasuk, but it's an inclusive term that you're not allowed to afflict anyone. And Rabbi Akiva learns out that the word ta'anun, not to afflict, not to cause harm, not to cause pain, applies whether it's a lot of pain or a little pain, or whether it's done once or done many times. The iser is prevalent and the is is there no matter what. Now, according to Rabbi Yishmol, that holds that the Isser of Kal Almana Vyasin Loitaanun, that you're not allowed to afflict and cause pain to a widow or to an orphan, is not just to a widow or an orphan, but to everyone. Then why does the Taira stress specifically a widow and an orphan, even though the Isser applies to everyone? And that's because the Taira understood human nature. And um because people tend to pick on those that cannot fight back. That's what we call in English the bully mentality. And it's not just this typical bully in school that beats up people in school and, or, or verbally destroys them with sarcasm and ridicule. But even more subtly, we have, we all have within us, unfortunately, it's human nature, but we have to fight it, a tendency to to um, cause some type of a harm and to feel superior that way um, and do some harm against people that are helpless to fend for themselves. And we need to fight that tendency ter- uh, com- tremendously. And like Rabbi Akiva said, even the smallest amount of harassment on our part shows that we have a serious underlying problem and we can't overlook it. Because basically what's happening is you're utilizing the other person's pain and suffering for your enjoyment. And um, so again, that applies more to Almana and a Yasin, to orphan and widow, but applies to every human being. And it applies certainly in marriage. Where the Chazal say that a person needs to be careful to honor his wife and not to cause her any pain. Because if you cause her pain, you're destroying her world. She loves you, she trusts you, she believes in you. And her greatest ambition, intrinsically, whether she expresses it verbally or not, is to make you happy, to make you content. And when you say things that hurt her, that's being cruel, and that's betraying her trust and love. goes the other way around too. Husband does... um, yearn for the respect of his wife and looks up to her in many ways, whether he admits it or not. You know, it's a male thing not to admit these things, but they do. 
they do respect, and then if a wife purposefully hurts him, that's also very, uh, you know, something that we have to be very careful about. A person has to think carefully before they say anything to his wife or husband, not to say insensitive remarks, you know, your food tastes terrible today, why you look so sloppy, why is the house such a mess, why can't you, uh, you know, uh, you're a loser, you know, for whatever the situation was that he or she is a loser, I can't stand being with you, you're such a nag, you know, get lost. These type of harsh comments um, are like arrows that you're shooting into your wife's heart or to your husband's heart. And it's important that if you're angry for whatever reason, you're upset and uh, you have difficulty controlling yourself, take a deep breath, excuse yourself, go out, go for a walk or at least to another room until you calm down and that you can speak rationally and calmly. And you have to do that. Because in a sense, people don't look at it this way, but in a sense, your wife is a widow. How so? Because just as a widow has no one to fight for her or protect her, that's how a wife feels when they're fighting with each other. Each partner feels alone. They are, in a sense, a widow at that moment, or a widower at that moment. They feel totally alone when their wife or husband is not supporting them and is actually fighting with them and putting them down. Never raise your voice to your spouse. Another piece of advice, it's very important that the parents, especially when parents are around, you know, as a couple is there, a young couple or even older couple, but still the parents are alive and they're around, it's not advisable to let them get involved in your arguments. They often, the parents, take sides. You know, typically they take sides for their own children, but I've seen and heard and known about other situations where often they take sides of the opposite. It's equally unhealthy, by the way. You think, okay, if I'm defending my and in an argument my own son okay you know i could understand that break shalom bias you're you're sort of uh harming it but i'm i'm, I'm siding with the, the with the, with my daughter-in-law my son-in-law in this case also no good stay out of it uh like Ravik Miller used to say give money and keep your mouth quiet that's usually the best way Rare exceptions when it's a matter of really pikuach nefesh. You feel there's a, 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 a life risk there uh, that you need to step in. Then you ask a shaila. That could happen in some situations. But in general, it's unhealthy, unproductive, even harmful when you get your parents involved in your arguments. It complicates matters much more than it would be an argument just between you and your wife or you and your husband. And um, so that's very, very important to know. And um, it's very, the hurt that a spouse can feel when there's anger and insults going that way and it goes unchecked where someone is just loose with their tongue and just like rips into the other one. The hurt that that person feels is extremely great and it's very deep. And it's a deeper wound than if they would just be friends or if it would be a stranger. 
So when something's bothering you, you could talk about it openly and communicate about it, but it has to be with a sensitivity, has to be in a way that it avoids aggravating the problem or situation even further. And in this way, a solution can usually be reached. You know, you can't keep the hard feelings inside too long. It'll become ingrained. Um, But you have, and you need to bring it out sometimes, but you could do it in a thoughtful way, in a diplomatic way, not in a harsh way or like an unchecked way where you're just, you know, throwing in your anger um, unchecked. That's a terrible thing. You have to be careful about that. And um, it's very, very important to realize that. So to cap it, to, to, to basically summarize what we talked about over here, the Isser of Kal Yosem according to Rabbi Yishmael, applies to every person. It's a Chiddush, but Rabbi Yishmael holds this way. And that when you um, cause Agmas Nefesh to anyone, certainly to your own wife or husband, you're over the Isra of Kal Almana Vyasim Loisa Anun as well. And like Rabbi Akiva says, it's even for a small level of affliction, and it's even if it's just a one time thing, which means you have to ask Mechila. And for every uh, uh, Avera that's, they know them Lechavera, it's a twofold Mechila, by the way. That's just a generally a side that you should know. It's important to know. That when there is a benadam lechaveray sin, a sin that's between a person and his fellow man, or to, towards his wife or husband, they have to ask mechila a twofold mechila. They need to ask mechila from Hashem because you violated His Torah commandment for telling you not to cause pain. And then you have to ask mechila from the one who you cause pain to. So it's a double type of a thing. So that's number one. You need to know. Parents need to know they can't get involved. Couples need to know they can't schlep their parents into an argument. They have to be very careful with what they tell their parents in regard to their marriage or regard, and even and siblings or whatever it is. You have to be very, very careful because generally speaking, it's best to resolve between themselves. And if they can't, they should go to an objective outside person, a rav, a mentor, not their parents or not their relatives. That usually makes matters worse. And that's an extremely important yesite as well. And to avoid saying harsh words. You don't let it simmer inside. There's a way to do it in a healthy, communicative way. Um, so it's it's good to put it out there, but it has to be done with a chesed, with a chen, with a proper communication, with a respect. And that's the way you do it. Have a wonderful day.